0: From the low woodlands and the great American Midwest, I bid you all good evening or good morning as the case may be. I'm not Art Bell, and no one ever will be or could be again. This is The Saucer Life, and I'm Aaron Gullius. As many of you know, Art Bell, the originator of Coast to Coast AM, the 800-pound gorilla of paranormal and conspiracy talk radio, died at his home in Pahrump, Nevada, on April 13th, 2018. If you're listening to these podcast episodes in order, you'll know that we're about to embark on a series of shows focusing on the saucer life of the 1990s. As sad as it is to say goodbye to the host that never seemed to stay retired, that many of us thought would always, even in a little tiny way, come back on the air at some point, there's no better prelude to any examination of the 1990s than to take a look back at Art Bell. Coast to Coast AM began its life in the early 1990s, As an overnight talk radio program focused mostly on unscreened, open lines, political talk, and occasionally discussion of ghosts, UFOs, and similar topics. By the mid-1990s, there was a companion show, Dreamland, that concentrated on paranormal stories, and even on the regular coast-to-coast show, these topics had become dominant, and the show was the primary radio outlet for some of the biggest names in the world of UFOs and other paranormal subjects. The unscreened calls remained a fixture as well, and really were what set Art's programs apart from all the imitators and successors over the years. Art was able to engage with almost anyone who called in, and could make almost any caller or guest entertaining. That's not to say Art was some sort of paranormal or UFO expert, because he wasn't, not by a long shot. But he didn't need to be, because that wasn't his job. He was a broadcaster and an entertainer, and he excelled at that. There were times as well when art's show became very meta, became part of the paranormal culture it was discussing. One example of this is the the incident of art's parts, some supposed alien wreckage that a listener had sent in. The investigation into the part's makeup became a minor saga for a while. It's probably what's in that warehouse that we keep hearing about from uh, from the Pentagon revelations recently. More significantly and controversially, was the situation in 1996 and 1997 when the Hale-Bopp comet appeared on the horizon. A number of Bell's guests commented on it. For example, Robert Morningsky in 96 claimed it was the blue star Kachina. And it would bring cleansing to the planet. Cleansing being a a New age euphemism for killing a whole lot of people. And Art always pushed back against the New age You know, hey, everybody's going to die, but those who survive will have their auras cleansed or something. He always pushed back against that very hard. Saying, you know, what what did all these people do that was so wrong that whatever universal force needs to clean them up? And he would push back on that a little bit. Less interesting than Robert Morning Sky but more significant was Emory University political scientist and alleged remote viewer and number one reason why university tenure should be under fire Courtney Brown along with his remote-viewing student, Prudence Calabresi, With an assist from the overly credulous Art, as well as Whitley Strieber, they promoted the idea of a spacecraft following the comet. And when the Heaven's Gate cult latched onto this idea and subsequently carried out their mass suicide, Art took a great deal of criticism, falling back on the defense that he was an entertainer rather than a journalist or investigator. If you listen to these shows, and the first one with Brown being on November 14th, 1996, I believe, you can find those really old shows on the internet, by the way, if you look in the right places that I will certainly not tell you about, apart from an official membership of the Coast to Coast AM website. If you listen to these shows, you'll hear something very typical of Bell. He doesn't really push back very hard and, and never really did. And to be honest, the Heaven's Gate tragedy can't Really fully belated Art's feet, in my opinion. That group had been around for a while, and they were nuts. And they were probably going to commit suicide at some point. But really, Art should have been more careful with his guest vetting. And that openness to having all kinds of different guests backfired on him more than once, such as his credulous promotion of some Y2K figures, although, again, he was hardly alone in that, And um, he featured a guy named David John Oates, who was a pioneer in reverse speech, that is playing what people say backwards to see what their subconscious really wants you to know because it's hidden in the way their talk is bad. It's stupid. Anyway, he had David John Oates on. Oates irritated Bell and Bell no longer had him on. Oates teamed up with another uh, guest that Art had featured and then sort of ditched because he was... Crazy, a guy named Robert A. M. Stevens. Oates and Stevens then engaged in some horrific slander of art, including using reverse speech, that uh, was so bad and so well documented that Art ended up suing them for defamation. It was around this time, in the late 1990s, that Art took one of his soon to be frequent sabbaticals from the program, always returning, first to numerous stints on coast to coast, later to a short lived program on satellite radio. And finally, an internet program, Midnight in the Desert, which is still running with host Heather Wade. Coast to Coast AM is still around, with George Norrie and roughly 47 rotating guest hosts. Dreamland spun off with Whitley Strieber hosting around the turn of the century. It's going strong on the internet, and Strieber posted a brief but touching message about Art's passing the day Art died. You can read it and check out the show at unknowncountry.com. Please keep Art's wife, Aaron, and his children, a young daughter, and uh, and an infant son, in your thoughts and prayers. And go out on the internet and listen to some old Art Bell. Here are some suggestions. September 11th, 1997, when he had a phone line for employees of Area 51. Anything with Madman Markham. Anything with Terrence McKenna. Anything with remote viewer Ed Dames. Any time he would get frustrated with the pedantic idiocy of Richard Hoagland, the Face on Mars guy. November second, two thousand three. Art brings back John Lear, and we know John Lear, right, guys? John Lear. There's dozens of other great show, dozens of other great shows as well. So check them out. You can do so with a membership at the Coast to Coast AM website, or throw it in your Google machine and see what happens. Good night, Art. <laughs>